What's up, everybody? We're back again with another edition of Beers on the Gridiron. I'm your host, Connor the Cat, with my co-host, Tommy Tomatoes. Hey, how you doing? Tommy, it's been a while. It has. I, you know, I spent a little ill last week, and you know, with this whole vid situation we got going on, I wanted now, to protect you. You don't have a vid. No, no, I had the, that thing shoved up my nose, and I feel fantastic. Oh, that's not really Yeah. Fun. Am I weird if I say I like that? No. All right, okay, cool. All. All, all right, cool, all right. I mean, I like things shoved as well. But... <laughs> Let's just, I digress. <laughs> but anyway, we're here now. You're feeling better. Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good, man. Uh, we had a crazy week of football. We do. We've had a crazy week of football every week. So we have. Um, a lot of stuff going on, a lot of stuff around the league, a lot of news, a lot of controversial stuff, uh, some injuries, uh, some breakouts. Uh, what do you want to dive into first? Uh, let's first dive into our regular scheduled uh, beer review, which I just tweeted out what we were drinking tonight, and that's the Lagunitas IPA. And I must say, I took a, I took a sip and I looked at it and I was like, that's fucking good. Yeah. That's fucking good. I fucking like it. Yeah. Fuck. And, <laughs> and, and we reviewed uh, a Lagunitas beer uh, a few weeks ago um, that I brought over, you know, thinking, okay, like, you know, we'll probably like this one. I haven't, I haven't heard of this before. Yeah. And that day I found out that Tom's never had the original Lagunitas IPA. And I was like, oh, I got to get that next. Yeah, it's, um, it's great. Because it's really fucking good. Part of my French. It might be my favorite one we've had thus far. I think so. Uh, really? it's, uh, it, dude, it is up there. It's very, like, the first taste from start to finish is just, it's, it's, it's really good. I knew you'd like it. That's why I was like, oh, man, I got to get this. I'm very impressed by it. It's very similar to Juice Bomb. It's up there with Juice Bomb. Yeah. I was just about to say that. But it's a similar taste. Yeah, man. Like, it has that, like, strong citrus, like, aftertaste, which is very smooth, very delicious. It goes down nice and easy. And stop uh, me if I said this before. I like that citrusy flavor. Love it. Yeah. Love it. It's great. So, what do we give? Uh, okay, I'll go first. So, I'm going to give this an 8.4. Very nice. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go with okay i was gonna say 8.6 but i immediately thought 8.4 first i was like and hey, go, go with the go gut with go with the gut go, yeah it's a high score and that's score. either way both good scores yeah, yeah. delicious very good highly recommended so now that we got that all settled go, yep. go check out lagunitos if you haven't already um, they're based out of uh california and chicago i was actually bummed when i was in chicago uh a few years ago uh i was gonna go to the uh brewery there but i never got to make it uh, a little low on, low on time um but, i thought you were hung over i uh, definitely was, <laughs> uh, I was. Um, but i uh, hope to get out there sometime soon but definitely check i it would out. love to 6.2 percent uh alcohol very smooth very light for an ipa it's a perfect beer. i might black out if i go there yeah I, I, I probably will black yeah. out if i go yeah, there if you didn't. yeah 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 definitely would but anyway, Connor, anyway, yeah. what's the what's the first uh, topic? We're we're doing something a little different this week. Yeah. We're not going to talk about the games from like the previous week. We will, however, follow this up with our predictions for Week Five. Yes. But let's just you know, there's a lot going on right now. You yeah. know, some news starts to come out with like some teams not performing very well. They're under under par, so to speak. So I figured maybe we should uh, talk about the uh, elephant in the room, and that's Urban Meyer. How about yeah. how about that? Let's, huh? let's start there. I. Like, I both you and I were both like from the day he got there. I was out. His mouth, we were just like, not a good start. Not a good start. Like, yep. now we want to hear, but you know, let's see how it translates onto the field. 
you got, you know, your the, the best quarterback prospects in Daniel Luck. Yep. Let's see. Let's see what happens. You know, you've had a lot of success at the college level. People have been, you know, clamoring for you to, you know, pop up the ranks for years now. There was a lot of excitement around that. It was kind of like a new regime, a new time for Jacksonville football. I, I, I was kind of, you know, let's wait and see. Even though I disagree with pretty much everything he said, uh, but I'll wait and see how it goes. It, it, I, I, I didn't expect it to get. He belongs in college. Some guys just do, you know, and he 100% belongs in college. I just. I don't know where it ends with this guy. And the most recent one, I out of all my years of watching football, you just you know dissecting it, just just overall, just because every day I'm I'm constantly up football on my mind. I love the sport. I can't get enough of it. I've never seen a head coach not take the team playing home with the team after, ever after a loss. Ever, I've after never loss, seen it done. And, and, and he said he had to clear his head. Yeah. And he goes like, there's. There's some things I know they were in Ohio, and I, I'm pretty sure that's where his family. Yeah, he's from right, just right outside of Columbus. Yeah, I think. yeah. Um, and he, he, what, he was out with his grandkids, which I think is also pretty hilarious. He's out with his grandkids, so to speak. And he got a girl dance up on him, like, yeah, Grandpa, what are you doing? Yeah, right, exactly. Um, he's a creepy grandpa. Yeah, yeah, but uh, that's exactly what he is. I, like, I don't know. There, there might be certain circumstances. Yeah, but like. Just from nah, this, I, I still, nah, I don't even know if there are certain circumstances. What are you doing? Just from the start of him getting hired, just with the racist uh, remarks that a strength and conditioning yeah, coach yeah, that that is on, is on, yeah, with the yeah. Iowa and all that kind of stuff, mm-hmm. and then saying what he said about DJ Chark having the open quarterback competition with Gardner Minshew and Trevor Lawrence. And, and, and you know what? This is asinine. Off, you know what pisses me off even more now is like I feel so bad for DJ Chark, like. He, he's out there like he, he Urban Meyer made that statement publicly. Yes. Publicly put him on the spot where sure I don't did. really think he deserved that at all. Really. Right. Um, and this guy comes out and says, "Look, I'm just trying to be the best football player I can. I'm working harder." Like uh, Coach Meyer, like I respect him a lot. I'm just trying to learn. Under- did and, all the right things. And, and this guy is out there, like, he doesn't even have the respect of his team. And he's been there yeah. three weeks, four weeks, I mean, more than that, obviously. But during the regular season, they, they played four games. Yeah, and, like, like. And he's out doing this without, like, the team's still like, hey, I don't know if we can trust this guy. Or, I know. This guy's not doing a good job. No. And he's just like, you guys, I'm not taking the home Partying, yeah, like these are gro- these are grown men you're dealing with now. You you can, you can't bring that college mentality, but you can like like treat people like this and just expect them to. I don't know. It's just it's it's, it's crazy. And then at the same time, I know you want to get some words yeah. out too. I just want to mention this too. But like when they drafted Etn, he was asked about, it and he said, "Well, they really wanted Kadarius Tony." Which why would you even keep say that? keep that to yourself? Why man. would you say that? I know Ever. it, it makes no sense. Makes no sense. <laughs> And then when did they trade up uh, from the second round to get a guy that could have fallen to them anyway? Yes, um, a guy that first off, ETN would have fell to them with their. Second. I don't think a, anyone had ETN going in the first. No no, no, no one, no one did. Which I, you know, which is cool, which is, which is kind of cool and sucks and all on that kind of stuff because you know you're reaching, but you know if you see your guy you go get him but this is a running back you know it's no a running one, back no one's going to you have a running back yes and you don't have an offensive line or really any other pieces outside and, of, of 
wide receiver. Yeah, and you just signed Carlos yeah. Hyde to come play for you too. So yeah. it's like, you know, James Robinson, Carlos Hyde, I like it. And, and you traded CJ Henderson, which has been in the works for months. Like that, that, that wasn't just a re that just happened recently. Right. They've been trying to do that, which I, I still don't really understand why. Like number nine overall pick, like, it, you know, up and down, but like, what else do you have? I you know. You for Dan Arnold? I know. Isn't Dan that, Arnold? Isn't that crazy? Dan Tom <laughs> Arnold? What's Dan Tom Arnold. What? I, I just. I know, and then and then he was at, he had a press conference this week after um you know all the shenanigans from like last week and all the news that came out was like how do you prepare what team are they facing this week oh my god I'm just it's, I'm drawing a blank uh, they are give me a second I, 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 they are going Tennessee. Tennessee how do you get ready for Tennessee he goes oh well that's not really not up to me that's not up to you are you kidding well, no he, he might be he might be speaking honestly now because it's probably not up to you. He's probably he lost the locker room. Yeah. So, Once you lose the locker they, room, you're done. What, why are they gonna you're done. You can't yeah. lose the locker room. So maybe that's the, the most coherent thing he's said so far. Yeah. Because I, be, I I would not follow this guy in the dark. I haven't I haven't seen a, a head coach lose a locker room in four weeks, and this guy has accomplished like, that. And it's insane. He maybe even accomplished it before. And do like you know let's before the four like, weeks. Let's not act like this guy is some random person that like this is so crazy. It's Urban Meyer. Like, he's one of the most decorated college coaches yeah. ever. Yeah. Ever. I mean, he owns like, that city. Yeah. For what he did yeah. in, from Florida. From, from Florida, from Iowa, Iowa State, State yes. Green, Green. Yeah. Like, he's won everywhere he's gone. He has the accolades to back it up. Yeah. And, like, I mean, this is this is destroying your legacy. Because, yeah. Like, look, you can look at, like, Nick Saban. That was, like, an unfortunate, like, the Drew Brees thing, whatever, like, one and done. The, they should, they should have listened to Nick Saban. Sure. <laughs> but you have other guys that, like, come in and, like, things might go wrong, but they don't destroy their legacies. Right. Urban Meyer is doing everything he can to destroy his legacy. Yeah, now, I'm not is... saying he won't get another job again, because obviously he will. Not in the NFL. No, not in the NFL. No, no, no. But, like, you know, go back to college. This is it. You know, whatever. Yeah, Who is cares, it. Really, at that point? No one's going to touch you after this. But, I mean, this has just been... Horrific. Yeah, and I, I think what I think Khan should do is force him to resign because yeah, firing but... him make firing him makes you look that's that's embarrassing. Like you you are trying to do this like set up the new you know the new regime centered around Trevor Lawrence and this high profile uh, coach, and this guy is just shitting on everything. Yeah. And you're like you fire him like four or five weeks in, that just screams dysfunction. He resigns, you're like, well, like, well, he's clearly, he's got some personal issues, like, whatever. I think either way, they gotta pay him. So, I don't make con. I mean, they have the money. I don't, but uh, but who wants to pay a coach millions of dollars for four games? You know? I guess at this point, like, just let him, just let him go and see what happens. See if he can at least work with Trevor and the progression there. Yeah. No, he's, he's, he's never really done that for Ohio State quarterbacks. Yeah. Um, and he's never really right. had Florida quarterbacks that have turned into much anyway. So. I, I, he's one and done. Yeah, uh, well, for sure. Yeah, I know. I thought he'd be one and done to be honest with you already because I didn't like him to begin with. Uh, but this is, this, this is just, this is just really bad. Like I thought Chip Kelly was a bad head coach. But this is just, oh, no, and, and like some guys just belong in college and Chip belongs in college. Yeah, no. This guy belongs in college. 
<laughs> well, I mean, you know, what was he doing before this? He was working what at, at ESPN, right? Yeah. Like college game yeah. days and stuff. Yeah. And it's so funny. They he tweet- wasn't good doing that. I know. And did you see the picture they tweeted out where it's like he outlined all like the stuff you don't want to do as a head coach, and he's done every oh, single I one of it. No, you got you got to check it out. It was it was yeah. everywhere the day this whole uh, stuff was coming out, which is which is just fantastic to say. But I mean, I know. this has bigger issues because that whole team is centered around Trevor Lawrence. Let's be real. That whole team is centered around the... And he hasn't been that great. No, no, no. no. But I'm saying the future right. like, is centered around Trevor Lawrence. And you're bringing dysfunction in around that. Like, that's not going to help him get better. If, if the team isn't behind the coach... Yeah, you're going to ruin team, them. But the team, they're going to play. They're going to play worse. They're not going to be motivated, and that that affects every other person on that team. Yeah, and they're going to ruin them. Yeah, yeah. They're going to absolutely ruin assignments. They're not going to care as much. They yeah. want to get out of there. There's a lack of enthusiasm, and that's never good for anybody, but especially first year guys and first year guys that are quarterbacks. Do they have any like top vets on their team by any chance? Cause like those are the first guys to check out, Not really right? I, I can't think of anybody that's like Miles Jack, and that's really it. Okay, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know anybody besides that who's like a vet. I think everyone else is just like new and trying to audition. Yeah, you know? three years in. Yeah, but, um, you know what is what is he what has he done? Yeah, he's kind of been a disappointment. Yeah, very big disappointment. I was very high, man. I thought it was going to be pretty awesome, too. I want too. him over Daniel Jones. I heard people there actually saying when he was drafted, he was the better Josh Allen. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I thought that. I mean, yeah. at the time, too, that was before Josh Allen. And you're Allen not crazy had, to think that, either. Well, that's before Josh Allen had his breakout. Right, yeah, right. I, I certainly agree with that. I thought he was one of the best pass rushers I've seen come out right. in recent years. Marvin Jones is there. Okay, there you go. Okay, Marvin Jones is there. I forgot about him. Yeah. Um, yeah, you know. Anyway. All right, so uh, Urban Meyer, one and done. Yeah. Uh, what do you want to jump into next? Let's what touch do we got? On another coaching dispute that, uh, oh. that popped up last week. Vic Fangio and John Harbaugh got a little heat. And I'm sure everybody listening has seen this, but what happened was uh, the during the Ravens Broncos game, at the end of the game, uh, it was 23 to 7. Uh, the Broncos had just turned the ball over um, to essentially end the game, and the Ravens were what five yards short. Of, uh, yeah, I think, yards? I think it was. I think it was like seven yards, honestly. But you know, I'm not going to nitpick it. Did they get seven yards, or because I think they went just over hundred? Like, okay, then yeah, you're right. Then it might, it, it, but something like they that. They were a few yards short of yeah. going over hundred yards, which they have the record for uh, most consistent games going over hundred yards rushing, and. Instead of kneeling and, you know, ending the game, there's one play left anyway. Uh, John Harbaugh decided, hey, you know, this is a this is a cool little streak that we got going on. Let's let's go for let's keep this streak alive. And he called a run play where Lamar ran it, got the got the yards, kept the streak going, ended the game. Vic Fangio was not happy about that and came out and said like, he thought it was bullshit, uh, but he doesn't expect anything less from them because player safety is secondary. Like, <laughs> you're, you're going to call it hardball? You're talking about the Baltimore Ravens, yes. first off. 
one of the so, more successful coaches. Before, yeah. before I even get in, and then they were chatting before the game and everything's great. They've yeah. known each other for years. But before I even get into all that, you're talking about like, yeah, I don't expect anything less from that organization. <laughs> it's the Baltimore Ravens. They are one of the best-run organizations. Yes. Ever in football since they've yeah. come since they've come around. Yeah. They really have been. Yeah. And. I, I mean, for a guy that's been around the league for 30 years, I mean, I think that's absolutely ridiculous to say. But even regardless of that, boo-hoo, Big Fangio. I know. Like, John Harbaugh came back and said, well, you know, I didn't know because they threw the ball in the end zone uh, when they're down 23 to 70. Well, I didn't know you could get a 16-point touchdown. I love that. Perfect. perfect love effect. it. Because he's exactly right. If, if, the game, if the game is over, what's the point? What's I know. What's the point then? Right. And, so don't do it. If you're you going to get somebody hurt. Guess what? If they want to go for it, because your guys love you for that. Yeah. Your guys, oh, yeah, let's keep the shit going. That keeps morale high. That keeps the team, like, just happy. Hey, we got something to work for. Yeah. It's motivation and next week. Hey, we got to get 100 yards rushing. So we got to run hard. We got to play hard. We got to get this. That gets those big boys up front happy. Exactly. We got to keep them happy. Exactly. Yeah. I love that John Harbaugh. I love it, too. And, and even beyond the fact of what I just said, it's fun. It's a streak. It's record. It's things to look forward to as a team, as together. I 100% love that. I agree with it. I would do the same thing. Yes, I would do too. Um, would do too. Like, you know, whatever. And Vic Tangio, if you want to, if, 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 if you're pissed, stop it. Yeah. Stop it. Absolutely. Stop it. Play yeah. against it. And, and if you're in, if you're not even you guys are that, NFL players. If you're not going to do that, say, you know what? They can do whatever they want. They were the better team today. They won. They deserved whatever they got. Yes. We did not play good enough. You were pissed because you got your ass kicked. You were pissed because you got your ass kicked. Yes. Play better. Yep, Be absolutely. like, you know what? I got to do a better job. Our guys got to do a better job. We got to play better. That's the that's the story. If you were Fangio, would you even be mad at that? I wouldn't, I wouldn't be mad no. at that. What does that seven-yard run do yeah. to you at the end of the game? Nothing. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. Nothing at all. Uh, you know, whatever. Now, if I got Lamar Hail like throwing a Hail Mary, like then okay, okay I got a problem. That, yeah, that's sure. That's that's different. Absolutely but like, different. But but even still, like, you know what? I, I I'd be mad that we lost the game. I'm not mad that they did that. Yeah. That's not even gonna sit in, like. You lost they, the game before those seven yards. Exactly. Be mad at that. It's not gonna sit with me that like if they, if they threw the Hail Mary, like again, I would be like, ah, oh, that's kind of like really when you're on that. Yeah. But. I just be like, well, I, I don't really care. You know, what I need to talk about is how we got to play better, how we got to fix this. And yes. Come back next week and get a W. And then I'm we got to we gotta get ready on. for Pittsburgh. Yeah, I'm not going to harp on and be like, ah, you know, like I thought it was bullshit. Blah, blah. I, to be honest, I thought your game was bullshit. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah, that's what you You had say. nothing going for yeah. you. Nothing. You know, nothing offensively that game at all. So I'm all about Harbaugh. Look, whatever, and, and Harbaugh, who's, he's long. Besides Belichick, he's the longest tenure coach, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, he is. Um, Tomlin's up there, but I think Harbaugh's there longer. Yeah, I think Tomlin. they're they're very close. They're close. They're very close. But uh, he'll be there till he dies. Yeah, yeah. He should be. At least. Yeah, he should be. Yeah. But um, him and Tomlin. But like he knows, he knows what it takes to win. He knows what it takes to have his guys behind him. They're all clearly bought in. They're all clearly a tight knit group. You see how pumped up they all get. He knows what it takes to keep those guys just loving him. Yep. And when you love the coach and he loves the players, good things happen, as you can see. I'm so jealous. 
I'm so jealous to have a, like to not have a well. Blah, I'm so jealous like that they have a coach like Harbaugh. Yeah. It, and like it just doesn't help that that organization picks drafts well. You know they're a good destination to go to for free agents because who doesn't want to play for Harbaugh? They got a quarterback. It's just it it's it's it sucks, dude. They're just one of those organizations where I just never see them being bad. I know they're always going to be good, and no matter who goes down on defense, they're still going to perform. Yeah. You know because they always have someone waiting in the wing that's ready to take over. Good on them. Good on yeah yeah. Well, maybe we should be Ravens fans. Yeah yeah. So anyway. Uh, so let's. I want to jump into one of the bigger trades actually that happened this yes. week. Uh, we got to talk about Stefan Gilmore actually, who wasn't who was going to be released, but then you know the Carolina Panthers come in and swoop in to get Stefan Gilmore for a six round pick, which I know doesn't look like a lot of compensation, but let's just you know address this that they also said he was going to get released six hours before the trade happened, so that derails it, 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 any it, kind of trade value. It derails it. It 100 does. What just drives me crazy, though, is, like, I see this all the time where, you know, the NFL never, very rarely do trades happen in the NFL. They don't. Like During the season, so, they don't. No, happen. no, 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 no. And, and usually, yeah. they don't happen for substantial players. Like They're happening more and players. more now. Yeah, they, they, they start. They're, they're yeah, you got Stafford, Goff, Wentz. Well, well, so, I... I'm going to separate quarterbacks from this because DeAndre Hopkins quarterbacks. Okay. That that's one, but again, another, another example, a second round pick in David Johnson. Well, I guess to Bill O'Brien, that was good. Yeah, well, apparently Bill O'Brien is trying to get fired. So. <laughs> <laughs> Where's he now? He's in Alabama, right? Yeah, Offensive coordinator. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that, that's the quarterback, Robert Kraft. Bill O'Brien is trying to get fired because he was going to take over Belichick's job. Oh God. Uh, well, he might have been a perfect New England like head coach. Well, him and, Bra- him and Brady, even though they had that very public yelling spat on the yeah, side, but they were they were close. They they liked each Brady's other. Brady's also yelled at McDaniel's, and he loves McDaniel's. Yeah. So you know, yeah. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. No, no, I, I, that's just two fiery dudes going yeah. at it. That's all it is. But my point is like they were t- like Stephon Gilmore was a trade candidate for a while. Yes. Like a good couple months. I know there, he was on the pop list and everything, but why? What? Because it seemed like they were like, no, we want to keep him. They were back and forth about wanting to keep him, not wanting to keep him. And they were working on a deal for yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then they weren't sure about uh, his injury and, you know, all I'm glad you brought that up too because what is a hip injury, right? Yeah. And he's 31 years old. Sure. He's got hip problems. You know, he's. I think he has another medical issue that I. I just you know, just cross maybe a knee issue too. Either way, man. Wait, no, you're gonna release him. No, I'm talking before this. Yeah. Well, maybe they didn't think about treating. Maybe they want to pay respect to him and just cut him. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, if you're gonna release him and you're getting. Some something back, like sure, it's good. I don't think they like his medicals. Yeah, and that's true. They, yeah. they they know more than we do. They do, um, and it's New England. Yeah, but this is, and and like that's another thing too. You get a six round pick for Stefan Gilmore, but you're gonna trade a second for Mohamed Sanu. I, this is what I'm talking about. Yeah, I, I, I get it. I don't see how things line up in that regard. Because you, you see, in every other sport, the market like. The trade market like dictates every other trade. They ruin that trade market too, by the way. Well, I'm I'm saying in every other sport, like 
hockey. Like, so hockey probably has like the most trades. Like, it's probably the most active at the trade deadline. Basketball is up there too. Um, baseball, baseball's there as well. Yes. Um, but not as much as hockey and basketball. Basketball's up there. But you see, that. usually you see what one guy gets, and that'll dictate what right. players of lesser value will get because of that one guy. Correct. Football is the exact opposite. Every everyone's a man for himself. Every team is different. They'll give up a like you'll trade DeAndre Hopkins for a second of David Johnson, and then you'll trade a second for Muhammad Sanu. But like what? Like I, I get it. It's every man for himself. But at that point, why wouldn't you use that as negotiation? That's why. Because that's my point. That's, you know. That's, that's so exactly it's like, my point. Is you say nah? Like I see what th- this person just got. Yeah. But but the thing is too is with that the, the problem with that is if they say well you know Bill O'Brien just traded DeAndre Hopkins for David Johnson a second so you should do that too he's like well I think Bill O'Brien's a fucking idiot like, <laughs> I don't know what he's doing there I guess you could say that, that in any screw, and that screws up sure but I'm saying it doesn't really happen with other teams. no like sure there's your I just find that shocking job. you know I do too I don't yeah, understand yeah, yeah, why yeah. football is like this I find that shocking but that you wouldn't use that at all. It just, but it just happens, and I just don't understand. Like, there's no trade market that's set at all. Right. Um, they but, ru- they ruined that trade market. Yeah, no, it's, it's destroyed now because, like, I just don't know. The one thing I am thankful what. for was just because the Panthers traded for Stephon Gilmore, he cannot play this week. He's got to stick yeah. on the pop list. Yeah. And we're yeah. playing the Panthers. Yeah, lucky so you. thank lucky God. Yeah. Week seven when he comes back. Well, either way, McCaffrey's coming back this week, so I got to deal with that crap. Yeah. So that that's going to suck. Yeah. So uh, let's uh, touch into one more person. Uh, and, well, a notable person that got cut this week, and that's uh, Jalen Smith. So, Connie, we got Jalen Smith getting a surprise cut from the Cowboys. And um, I'm a little surprised. I didn't think he'd be on the Cowboys next year, but I did not see him getting cut mid-year. Yeah, mid-season. how they've looked so far because, I I mean, I think one of the big things is obviously, you know, his play has declined and you have other guys like Parsons, you have Jabril Cox, um, you have Vander Esch, who's actually looked pretty good. Very good, actually. So far. which that I understand, but like you never know with injuries, especially Vander Ash. Like, yeah, and another thing too, I just want to point out uh, is the Cowboys have had Parsons playing defensive end a lot. Yeah. So I thought maybe that's, they'd have Parsons. You know, Parsons looked very good defensive end. So right. I don't really understand because the other argument too is like, oh, the the cap, but if, if you cut him, yeah, right, it doesn't make any sense. No, you might as well just keep him at that exactly. point. Exactly. So I, I don't really know. And he's a good leader. Yeah, yeah. He's a good leader. Yeah, I, I, I don't. I was really confused at that. Um, Maybe, I, you know, obviously his play is, isn't great anymore, but you gotta have bodies. I think they like what they've seen from uh, Jabril Cox to be for sure, this. for sure, for I sure. But like, I don't know, have him be a backup. Like, exactly. Throw him in a couple packages, and hey, if somebody goes down, you have a guy in there that knows the plays, knows what to do. Do you think this comes down to just respect? You just had respect for him. I think form. it does. Yeah. I think it does. Go go get a good so, job somewhere else yeah. where you can make an impact. I mean, I feel like it has to. Right. I don't understand why, like any other reason. Yeah. It. I don't understand any other reason yeah. either. But, but he latched on fairly quickly. Yeah, uh, he yeah, went to the Green Bay Packers for one year. I think probably veteran minimum. Yeah. Because the Cowboys are still paying him. 
So, yeah, I think it's a good fit for him, too. I, I like that. Yeah. I really wanted the Eagles to reach out to him just because we need linebacker well, help. Apparently, the Giants and the Eagles were in on him. Oh, were they? Yeah. Oh. I, I don't know to what extent. Uh, again, like the Giants have very little cap space. Um, but, uh, yeah, I'm not sure. But I did see a report that the Giants and the Eagles are both interested. Um, but, obviously. That didn't, yeah. that didn't happen. So anyway, good for Jalen. I want to see what he does over there in Green Bay. Um, his sideline to sideline speed was kind of a little alarming yeah. towards the end there in Dallas, and I think that's what ultimately got him out because I think they showed clips of him in, like, 2018, 2019 of, like, um, tackling uh, Deshaun Watson right before the end zone, and he just doesn't have that speed anymore. I mean, and maybe, I mean the injuries that he had in college. Oh, like, dude, they, brutal. They said, they said even coming out, they're like, well, A, when you draft him, He's going to miss the first year, but they think that this guy has the potential to be a perennial like pro bowler, but the issue similar with the issue was with miles Jack, why he fell was they don't know how long he can play at an elite level. Mm -hmm. They were like, you know, he might be able to play five years. He might be able to play two years, but he's not going to be one of those guys like, Ray Lewis or Brian Urlacher that just play at a high level for 15 years. Right. Plus. Like, and I mean, not a lot of people do, but my point is. No, I know. Like, no, I know. My point is that. And I think they, for the risk. How it was going to be a short term, like. Right. Level, like elite level play. And then after that, it's going to go downhill. And do you want to take that risk? I think for the, for the risk that the Cowboys took to take him, I think in the second round was, it was well worth no, it. That, it was well I mean, worth it. Before, you know? before all that, he was a top five. He like was. He, he was literally like that good. Yes. Um, so it was definitely worth the risk. And for teams too that are, like teams that are close to competing for the Super Bowl, like th that's a risk that absolutely you take. Um, yes. But uh, or even just playoff team, sure. Um, right. But like, yeah, if you're a team, and even now too, like Green Bay makes a lot of sense because you know having a guy like that. Plus, Matt Lafleur was there in Notre Dame. Too. When, he too. Was, when he was when he was when he was there, so I remember reading that too, and I looked it up, and I did see that he was he was there on the staff. Yeah, so I mean, I I, I think it's a good fit. Um, you know, we'll see how it pans out, but all right. So uh, just diving into a couple other things, and that's the week of the rookie quarterbacks, Connor. So we have Justin Fields starting for Chicago, and right. probably Trey Lance starting for um San Francisco. I think so too. Garoppolo wasn't at practice today, and normally when you're not at practice on Thursdays, you're 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 not playing. Especially with how Trey Lance looked last week too. Um, I, I thought from what I saw, like just running the ball made a big difference. Right. With him. Like he really looked electric. And I I feel bad for Garoppolo in this scenario because he was a little emotional at the podium, like yeah. doubting his injuries and stuff like that. Sure, he's had some injury issues, but I think he knows if he misses a game that this is it. It's it's and it's going to be it for him. So you know, I I feel bad for him in that sense. Yeah. But before we get into that, let's jump into Justin Fields real quick. And I remember you tweeted at me that Justin Fields was a starter, and I and I can't tell you enough how relieved I was yeah. because all these awkward press conferences with. Matt Nagy not not knowing who to name starter and like oh Andy Dalton's a guy blah blah and of course my most hated thing is the two quarterback offense I can't stand it and, I, and that's all I have to start off I hope to God that Matt Nagy does not get another head coaching job oh he's not he's done I mean like an offensive coordinator maybe a quarterback coach maybe but like 
please, teams. I'd have him as a coordinator. I, I think he's good enough to be a coordinator. He well, he was. He's from the injury tree. Like, keep an eye out for this. I think this. This. I think you might agree with me here. I think this is the year where Eric Bieniemy is going to get a job, I, and then Nagy's going to go back. That, so I was, I was about to finish your sentence. Okay, like, cool. Bieniemy gets a job, which, and which he should. I hope he's an Eagles coach because I think. Well, actually, you know what? Never mind. I'm not going to get into Sirianni. Kind of. the, the big thing with Bieniemy is a lot of team. A lot of teams apparently are wary of his past, like uh, legal issues. Um, Why? I never heard about this. What? Oh, he, he's got a few. Really? He's got a few like sexual uh, assault stuff, and like apparently he like choked a woman, like stuff like that. I don't know. Uh, you know, okay. these, are, these are reports. These are reports. Nothing's but, confirmed. Well, I mean, he 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 got in trouble for it. Like, okay, like, right. he got in trouble. Um, yeah. All right. Well, you know. Yeah. That's not good. I, I can't really. I, and I'm not going to speak. Like morally, on you know what to do, like sign him or don't sign him. But like, I'm just saying, I think that's part of the reason why he hasn't gotten a job. Yeah, maybe. Um, is because of his rap sheet. Um, but yeah. I mean, I look, the guys in Kansas City love him. Like, oh yeah, like Mahomes. Mahomes loves Mahomes him. Loves him, and like he sh- and They're always like, he shows up like first one there. He's always prepared, always everything. And like, I would love for him to be. And he's calling the plays player. out there too. Exactly. So, so I would love to have that, but I, I think that is part of the reason why some teams are – They're probably there. worried about him getting into a leadership-like role like that as a head coach. Yeah, but I also don't – I mean, like, too, who better to ask? Because obviously Andy Reid is like, you know, I, I, I want him here, but if he has a chance to get a head coach job, he'll be like, go, do it. Because Andy Reid's Andy, that type of guy. I love Andy Andy Reid's that type of guy. So people are going to call Andy Reid and be like, hey, you know, what are your thoughts on him? Andy Reid's going to be like, he's the best. Dude, love him. I – You just hear – I mean, you yeah. need to do research. You can literally look up and just see, like, Patty Mahomes talking about him, like all the other guys talking about him. Be like, why would you not want this guy here? Yeah. Um, but and I, I love – I, I absolutely love Andy. I was so excited to see Me him too. on – I was so excited to see him on Sunday. Me too. You I know, know I've always loved Andy. I, yeah, even, he's a great dude. Even all those years with the Eagles, like, there was – as much as I had a – Yeah, he had a, a rough sheer, ending, man. A but. sheer hatred for the team. There were coaches and players I respected, and Andy I always respected. Um, you know, and Brian Dawkins, Brian Westbrook, Donovan Nab. Um, you know, guys like that, but uh, I'm not gonna get into a jerk fest over the Eagles, but I'll keep going, baby. <laughs> but needless to say, uh, Matt Nagy needs to go, and I hope I really hope that Justin Fields is able to find some success because that game last week was it was it last week or was it the week before where he got well, against, Cleveland? against Cleveland? It's against Cleveland, right? Yeah, yeah. The week before that. Did you hear what Nagy said after that? Unbelievable. You heard it, right? Where he's like, uh, which I'm gonna call it. The, the reporter asked him, I forget which reporter, and I want to give credit to that reporter where it's uh uh Justin Fields like, you know, does very well when he rolls out of the pocket and, and throws. And he's like, Well, I thought they knew we were gonna do that, so I didn't want to play into what they had planned, so I want to do something different. Yeah, how'd that work are out you, for you, dude? How'd that work are out you, for you, are dude? You kidding me? You're out of your freaking mind. Um, and then, and then what he said 
last week or the other, yeah, the other day when they when they beat the Lions, he's like, hey, like I don't care, like whatever I got to do to be the best coach out there, like take taking all the credit, like he's like, yeah, like I I'm the reason that we won. I'm like get out of here. You're freaking trash. Get and if if the Bears care anything about Justin Fields' development, they'll hire a new coach. Uh-huh. And I hope. That's the guy we just talked about, yeah. Eric freaking yeah. enemy. That would be a good. Because you got a guy with a—he's not going to be Mahomes, but he's mobile. He's mobile. Yep. He's got a solid arm, and I think he's a smart player. Yeah. And yeah. I'm—and you know me—I'm big on Justin Fields. Me Love too. Justin I Fields. I'm a very really big hope, Justin Fields dude. I really hope that, and the big thing too is that offensive line. Gotta give him some more help. Well, I mean, you know. When you have Peters playing, and I love Peters, yeah, but he's gonna have his forty years old. Like, he's gonna have his jersey retired in Philly, sure, and uh, he's gonna be in the Hall of Fame, sure. He's gonna be in the Eagles Hall of Fame. He's gonna have all the great accolades. But Peters, go on a fishing boat somewhere. He's forty years old. You got, you gotta go, dude. I mean, I love you. I love you to death, and I hate to see a player like this because you were, you were nicknamed the, um, what you call it? Oh God, what did, what did Carson say he was? Something of the guardian? No, no, the the body. The bodyguard, the bodyguard. That was that it. Such a great nickname. Yeah, right. He was he was nicknamed the bodyguard in Philly because he was that good. He was so good. I never had to worry about my quarterback getting blindside hit on the other side. Yeah. But it's it's time, dude. It it really is. It's time. But anyway, if the Bears like go back to my original statement, I'll say it again because I want emphasis on it. If the Bears care any much about Justin Fields' development, they'll hire a coach like Eric Bieniemy. Yeah, I I agree. I agree. Um, but I just I really hope that Justin Fields has some success. And right. It's not just like gets just blown up, you know, for the rest of the year where it just really just hurts his development. I know. So, so hopefully he's able to do so. So let, he will. let's translate it to someone who doesn't have to do much or, or actually I think will have great development. And is there anybody in a better situation than Trey Lance no. with Kyle Shanahan in that offense? I know, man. I mean. I think this guy, and you know, I, I said to Connor right before we even started this uh, this pod, and you could sense in uh, Garoppolo's voice that he was a little down on his injury, because I think in you know his sense, of course, he, he has injuries in the past, but he knows that once he gets injured, that's it. That's it. He lost his starting that's job, it. and he's going to lose his starting yeah. job after this. I think. I think Trey Lance is going to show enough where he's going to be the guy going forward, and probably perform very well, honestly. Yeah. I think he's going to be a, a yeah. great quarterback for them. I really yeah. do. And I mean, you see, like, the electric ability with, you know, him running the football. And obviously, he has tremendous arm strength. One of the things that I want to see him get down, and he was obviously the, the most raw uh, talent out of the draft. And it was going to be kind of like, a, hey, he's, you know, probably a year or two away to really refining his skills and reaching his true potential. Um, and, and you can clearly see it. What I want to see him work on is his timing with uh, a lot of his deep balls. Okay. Because um, I saw, you know, even the the pass he had to Debo Samuel, the 75-yard pass um, that he had to Debo Samuel for the touchdown. Yep. Where, he, where Debo was wide open. And maybe it was because he's wide open, but, like, he greatly underthrew him. He was excited. So I – and I, I just want to see him yeah. kind of get that touchdown, which I'm sure he will. They'll work that in. Yeah. And Kyle Shannon's going to scheme around like the yeah. intermediate and like, you know, shallow throws yeah, to him and shallow stuff like that. I, that's what I want to see him get. And then every now and then you'll see a call deep throw yeah. where like they'll, they'll get that involved. If he's wide open, it, 
it doesn't really matter. The only yeah. thing with that play was Debo obviously scored on that, mm-hmm. but I know it, was it my got fantasy. close. It got close where he could have got tackled at like the ten yard line or something. Yeah, and sure, like you're still giddy, like that's a great play, but that you want to be like that's a touchdown, boom, you're done. That's it because who knows what happens at the ten line. You don't want to come away with three when you have seven. So. That's something I want to see him work on a little bit. Um, but overall, I'm excited to see him like get like have the range. Me too. Me too. This I was. This is it. I, I wasn't. Unless he has a really bad game. Yeah, which I don't think is going to happen. Yeah, I don't think Kyle Shanahan's going to let that happen. I think um, you know he's got the mobile ability, and he just has to make the right decisions. Yeah. And I think that's all that's going to be asked of him. Just make the right decisions. If it's not there, check it down. Yep. They don't care. I agree. Just don't turn the ball over. So um, that well, that I mean, that's it. We got, we got. I mean, we could touch into Deshaun Watson for a little bit, but yeah, well, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll sum it up right now. Nothing's going to happen until the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Can we just really, get it? Really, so yeah. you know, report came out where like Chris Sims said like last week, where like uh, Jeffrey Lurie green lighted a trade for uh, Deshaun Watson, and then a report came out earlier today where the Saints are going to be emerging as a candidate to get Deshaun Watson. Whatever happens, I mean, nothing's going to go away until he's traded, but nothing's going to happen until the end of the year. Has Chris Sims ever been right? About I'm anything? so happy you said that because I remember I tweeted out on our um, our podcast, yeah, Beers on the Gridiron, everybody, yeah, everybody followed. Yeah, right. And then someone said, well, he's on Football Night in America. And I was like, well, he's no Schefter or Chris Mortensen. Yeah. What what taps does he have in the he league? He had Kellen Mond ahead of Jalen Hurts. Please, don't even. top – 40 quarterback. That's just laughable. It's laughable. And he had Case Keenum ahead of him. How do you, first off, I don't, Where is Case I, don't, Keenum? I don't understand how you don't have a starting quarterback ahead of a backup I know. quarterback. I know. That doesn't make any sense. I don't know what he has against Jalen Hurts. I don't know if Jalen yeah. Hurts was like trying to pick up his wife or something. I'm not sure. But, I don't know. But you know. I, I, Chris Sims has never really said anything that I agree with. No, yeah, he can go take a walk. So, anyway, we could dive into Deshaun Watson for a little bit, but that's just going to be nothing at this point. So, if if something emerges, we're, of course, going to address it, but I guarantee you nothing's going to happen until the offseason or until his legal issues are done in January. I agree. So, it's going to stick with that. Yeah. Well, Connor, we did something a little different this week, and we we didn't go into last week's games or anything. We didn't do our our week four predictions, but we're going to do our week five predictions in a second, but – I just want to touch up around the league kind of stuff. It was yeah, kind of, yeah, it's yeah, kind yeah. of fun we'll talking about, about random yeah. stuff, you know. And, and we'll go back to our usual schedule, you know, next week where we really touch into yeah. down each game, you know, go into the other games and all the other fun stuff going on. Right. Plus, honestly, we're kind of pressed for time because yeah. it's 9 o'clock on a Thursday and we got to watch Seattle and uh, L.A. bring it to you next week. Absolutely. Yeah. So, guys, with that said, you know, our week five picks coming up, and that about does it for this episode. Yeah. All right. All right. Stay tuned. Peace.